Good afternoon. This is Pastor Omar Rivera with the 915 Pastors Roundtable. Now, I'm just coming to you today from El Paso, Texas. It is October 16th, and it is 1.24 p.m. in the afternoon. So today's uh, message is uh, we're going to be talking again, continuing our studies in Ephesians uh, chapter 3, and we're going to start at about chapter 6, correction 7. And um, anyway, you know, there's a lot of things that's happened this past week. Uh, we're having a lot of discussions with the COVID vaccinations, who gets the boosters, who don't, when is the Moderna coming out, is the uh, Johnson & Johnson good, is the Pfeiffer good, can we mix the COVID shots, the booster shots, um, a lot of that is going on in our in our government and, uh, and also in the medical field, but you know what, whatever happens, God is still in control and we are still under his authority and his reign and his sovereignty. We cannot let these things of the world bother us. Also, um, another note, uh, the Haitians are still continuously to come here to El Paso, Texas, finding refuge. Uh, I've been working with a Walk, a Walk by Faith International Missionary uh, Church here in El Paso, Texas at 6400 Airport. And if you have any things you'd like to donate, you can take them directly to the church. Also, I want to give a, a shout out because Pastor Jay was uh, Pastor Jacob. His name is, but we call him Pastor Jay. He had a uh, he came down with uh, contacted with COVID and he was sick for about a week. And but I just talked to him about 25 minutes ago, and he's doing great. He's back at his church, uh, back again trying to get um, his uh, Haitian people fed. And I call him his people because they are his people. He is from Haiti. And, you know, when you have a man that lives here in El Paso and people from your country are coming and need help, Pastor Jacob is the one who is doing the best that he can with what he has and getting these people fed, getting them clothing and things like that. So we appreciate anything that you can help out here in El Paso, Texas. You can take all your donations to the Walk by Faith Missionary Church, International Missionary Church on 6400 Airport Road, right outside the fence of Fort Bliss and just a little north of Montana. Awesome. All right. Uh, there's no other news to give except that, you know, my church, LifeGate Church, is doing well, and we've had an influx of a bunch of clothing and food, things like that for the women and children and men that are coming from Haiti. So I appreciate also everyone who has given, our, given your support to our church and to this ministry. Also, I wanted to give a, a shout-out. If you're not here in El Paso, Texas, and you cannot support with any um, tangible items like food, clothing, things like that, listen, your prayers uh, avail as much. You can just send out a prayer, shout-out a prayer that we continue to support the Haitian community here in El Paso, Texas, and you know what? God will bless that. God will honor that, and He knows that you're praying for us and in the mission of trying to present Christ Jesus to the Haitians. Amen? Amen. So let's uh, open up in a word of prayer real quick before we get into our studies uh, and, uh, and continue in our book of Ephesians chapter 3, verses 6 eh, through about 15. Thank you. Let's go. Father God, we uh, thank you for this other opportunity to share your word, Father. Father God, just uh, bless everyone who is hearing this message, Lord, and this Bible study, Father God, and just uh, we ask that you open their eyes and their ears and their hearts, Father God, so that they be able to listen and obtain uh, direct direction from you, and our Lord Jesus Christ, who is in heaven. Thank you, Father, for all that you're doing and all that you're doing in our lives. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. All right, awesome. So let's go head on with... Uh, 
We left off in uh, chapter 3, verse 6. It says the Gentiles are heirs, members of the same body, and partners in the same, in the promise of Christ Jesus through the gospel. So we are co-heirs with the Jewish people, okay? We have gotten this from Christ Jesus, who has loved us, who died on the cross for all of our sins, not just for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. And he also forgave Gentiles who were down at the bottom of the cross, those Roman soldiers, who what Christ says, do not know what they are doing. And today we know because God sent his son. And on the third day after he died on the cross of Calvary, he rose again so that you and I, Gentiles, people who are un, uh, not Jews, can have the same promises of being saved, being resurrected on the day of, of the second coming of the Messiah, and we can be in the kingdom of God just like the Jewish people. Amen? Amen. As we continue on in verse 7, it says, I was made a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace that was given to me by the working of his power. Paul just continues out through a whole time of telling us how he has been saved by grace, how God has made him a disciple and not man. Man did not make him a disciple. He has been a disciple made by Christ Jesus himself on the road to Damascus. Amen. Amen. So here let's talk about real quick. It says that uh, God's grace had a humbling effect on Paul, and it also had an empowering effect. The same is true here in Ephesians. Faithful missionaries love grace. Paul's love for grace teaches us that, the, that at least two lessons about grace. First lesson is that God's grace should humble us. It should humble us because Paul unnoticed, correction, Paul understood that grace uh, and he lived with a profound sense of humble gratitude to God. And sometimes people think that being humble is a weakness. As a matter of fact, it's a strength. Because you're able to endure the things of the world. You're able to look at the cross and, and look at Christ Jesus and stay focused on Him. And knowing that you can get through anything this world has to throw at you. Uh, he knew that apart from grace, he would not be doing what he was doing. Remember, he was a Pharisee. He hated the, the Christians, the way. He, he was there at the time when they were persecuting everyone in Jerusalem. And he wanted to go out and persecute the church everywhere that he could find the people of the way. <clears throat> Paul refers to himself as the least of all saints. He is the least of all saints. In other words, right, he wasn't accounted with the apostles, the ones that Jesus picked. But you know what? Jesus knew Saul, who became Paul on the road to Damascus. He needed someone who, who he knew that he hated the, the, the people of the church, the way. He need, Jesus needed somebody to point in a direction and says, hey, look, this is what you're going to do. Remember, in the beginning, Jesus had a plan for, for Saul. He had a plan for him, and that plan was to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. It says so in Acts. <clears throat> it says in verse 8, This grace was given to me, the least of all saints, to proclaim to the Gentiles the in incalculable riches of Christ. In verse 9, And to shed light for all about the administration of the ministry hidden for ages in, in God, 
who created all things. This is so that God's multifaceted wisdom may now be known, be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in heaven. <clears throat> when you when you were yourself as the least of, of the saints, you will gladly serve the least of these. Grace humbles you and causes you to identify with everyone, including the poor and the weak. No one is beneath you. The least of all the saints gives love, time, energy to everyone created in God's image. Oh, how we need the grace of God to be worked deep, deeply, very deep into our hearts. We need God's grace to be in our hearts. And it has to be able to change us. We just can't accept Christ Jesus and then let grace just fall by the wayside and just say, you know what, I don't want to be humbled. I don't want to be a show weakness or being meek. No one is beneath you. The least of all the saints gives love, time, energy to everyone created in God's image. That's what Paul did. He was giving the saints his love, his time, and his energy. <clears throat> Such identi identity formation comes through long and rich meditations. The grace of God, the sinfulness of humanity, and the glory of the cross, and through regular repentance. Regular repentance. It's something that we have to do daily, right? It says we need to wake up, we need to walk and carry our cross daily. We need to be in repentance daily because we're not perfect. We all have our own issues and our own lifestyles and our own ways of living. And sometimes that, you know, we may stumble and fall, but we get back up. But we know that we have to get back up and we have to repent. The second thing that we should realize is that we need God's grace to empower us. Paul ties grace and power together in verse 7. The Lord powerfully called Paul on the Damascus road, and that Lord's power continued to sustain Paul for ministry. And that's how Paul was able to succeed in all of his letters and writing. With all the trials and tribulations that he went to, to having a wreckage, you know, being wrecked and, uh, and sea, getting on the, the island and, and having a, a serpent uh, bite him on a hand and then still heal people and still walk in the Lord. And he even had a, a thorn in his side. He says he had this pain. And God said, you know what? My grace is sufficient for you. Deal with it. Deal with it. In other words, suck it up, buttercup. This is why you have been selected. And sometimes this is how we are selected. We've gone through trials and tribulations. We've gone through issues and, and things of our lives. We've gone through drug situation, alcohol situation, divorce. Uh, we've gone through pornography. We've been uh, liars and we've done stealing and, and we've done all kinds of things in our lives. And, and yet, we've been saved by God's grace. When we look to the cross and we find Jesus there, for us died who died for our sins we know that that cross means the world to us and we know that the power that comes from Christ Jesus can fix us and it's, it's not until we humble ourselves and come before the cross and say lord god just change me cuz i'm tired i'm done with all the things i have done in my life and guess what 
God is faithful to do that. He is. He's faithful to do that. But you have to be willing to let him change you. You see, and that is where a lot of people have problems. That's where we cannot have uh, grace in our lives. When grace is not part of us. And the power that comes from Christ Jesus, we are able to over, overcome these situations, these troubled times in our lives. By the time Paul wrote this letter, he had an abundant experience of God's empowering hand upon his life and ministry in spite of the most difficult circumstances, including sickness. Indeed, the mighty power of God provides sufficient strength for weak, fragile, ordinary people as they make the glories of Christ known. Listen, we, we may not be preaching here to the masses, right? Like, you know, my podcast only gets a few people to listen, you know. But you know what? Those, those who do listen throughout the whole podcast, those are the ones who get a little taste of Jesus. Here in our church, our pastor, our senior pastor, Pastor George Russell, he preaches the gospel out to the people. He records it on Facebook. And he's preaching to the masses, to, to his flock, to, to those who are listening around the world, uh, the message of Jesus Christ. I'm, li- I'm here doing it on Facebook and on podcasts, and just sharing the message of Jesus Christ. This is a working salvation that God has for each and every single one of us to come boldly to the cross, to come boldly up to the altar, ask for forgiveness of your sins, and become changed in the name of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. This can be done, and this is free. There's no price for it. There's no, oh, I got to do a certain amount of things, or I need to say a certain amount of prayers, or I got to go and work out uh, some some good jobs to be uh, helpful in the community. No, sir. No, ma'am. Just a simple yes to letting Christ Jesus into your life. Just a simple yes of coming to the altar And let God work in you. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's free. God's grace is free. And who does he look for? For weak, fragile, ordinary people. He also looks for the rich, the middle class, the police officer, the fireman, the student, the high school teacher, professors, people in business, corporation. He looks not at the outward appearance of men and women. He looks at the heart of men and women. He wants to have a relationship with you. He doesn't want you to suffer the wrath that is about to come on the day that the Lord Jesus Christ returns to get his church. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. And if you're not numbered within the Christ, within church, man, you're going to be left behind. You're going to be left behind. A gentleman by the name of Brian Campbell speaks of Christ's servants being enraptured with grace. This is what he said. Being enraptured with grace is the nature of Christ, of Christian calling. Such awe of grace certifies our calling as genuine and energizes it in the face of sacrifice. The truly called are enraptured by the grace of God towards them that the, that the attacks of others, the difficulties of circumstances, circumstances, their lack of worldly comfort, and their lack of recognition in the world do not dissuade them by the joy of proclaiming Christ Jesus. In other words, when we accept Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior, 
God's grace is sufficient and calls us and energizes us and gives us that boldness and that power through the power of the Holy Spirit to speak truth to the world, showing God's love to others. We may have people who will attack us. We may have people who would not like us. In today's society here in the United States, uh, you know what? People are calling wrong right and things that are right wrong. We have people saying that we don't need a nucleus family. We don't need a mother, a father, and children. All we just need is one parent, the mother. The man can be excluded. We don't worry about writing. It's okay. It's the right thing to do. We need to get our voices heard. But yet, some of these people don't even vote. And yet, some of these people don't even understand what they're, what they're against or what they're for. Sometimes these people don't even know that there are things in this, these specific groups that are anti-God and anti-Christian. And if they do recognize this problem, then they, we understand that, you know what, they have their own reward. They have their own punishment, is much better said. Their own punishment of being against God, of being against the church. We have people in legislation and in Congress and in your state representatives who want to keep the Christian world in a closet. They want to keep the church bound in chains and not able to speak freely. There's people in our leadership and our government that wants to keep the church locked away. We don't want to hear about your beliefs about life in the womb. We don't want to hear about homosexuality that is wrong and it's an abomination to man. People don't want to hear that. Just the other day I was listening and there was people just saying that, hey, you know what? It's part of our culture now. It's part of our life. We need to recognize these people who are who have these uh, homosexual lifestyle. We need to be kind and generous to them. Hey, you know what? I don't have a problem with any of them. God loves each one of them. The thing is, is that God wants them to repent and turn away from their sin. And, and, and as a messenger of Christ, that's all I want too. I love them just like Christ loves them. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. And we need to set an example for them. And we need to let them know, hey, you know what? God loves you and He does not love your sin. The things that you're doing in this world are wrong and you need to repent and you need to turn to God and walk away from this lifestyle. But it's so it's so out there now that people just, all they want to do is talk about this. You see it on television, on movies, and the shows now. You know what? They're even making a show where it's the son of Superman or son of Batman, something like that, and that he is going to be uh, having an encounter with a gentleman kissing on the, in the movie. And, and that's like, hey, wait a minute, these are superheroes. These are heroes of people that we don't have these lifestyles for them. But that's what the world is coming to. The world is going away from the Bible. The world is going away from God and teaching the world that it's okay to have uh, different ideas and ideologies. It's okay for you to be uh, homosexual. It's okay for you to do drugs. It's okay for you to have sex before marriage. It's okay for you to check into pornography. It's okay for you to do all these things. Why? Because it's the norm now. 
Oh, and don't forget the critical race theories about, you know, how white people are prejudiced and, you know, everyone else is oppressed and we have problems. And, you know, we never had these problems before. And as you notice, these little groups are all dying out. They're not making the news anymore. Why? Because they cannot hold water. They're finding faults in their own, uh, in their own little groups. I mean, one group, the people made so much money that the people who founded the group are no longer with the group because now they bought themselves million-dollar homes and they're just like living it okay, like it's all right. I've done, I've done my job. I, I done my job. I did my deed. I got the group together. I made a, a couple of million dollars. I'm, I'm set for the rest of my life. Goodbye. But yet there's people dying across our country and no one speaks up for them. There are women and children dying in this world. Men, young men, are being imprisoned. And they come out with nothing. And there's nothing for them to change their life. But yet these groups do not get involved in that. These groups do not help prevent the atrocities that are happening in our local bigger, in our local uh, inner cities. The large ones especially, like New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles. I don't see these people getting involved in, in these criminal activities that are happening, happening in those cities. I can go on and on, you know, but, but just think about it. Where is, where is God calling you to? Where is He giving you a power and boldness to go out and preach the gospel? We, we are God's children and by His grace, there's going to be people who are going to attack you. And there's going to be difficult uh, circumstances in your life. People are going to try you. People are going to test you just because you claim to be a Christian. But they love the world. They love the things of the world. And they love the things that the world presents them. And guess what? The world recognizes them. And we, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ... That this country, the United States, was founded on a Judeo-Christian uh, foundation. But yet people are growing in this generation without God. Their young children are growing not knowing who Jesus is. There's people who are growing in this, in this country who don't even know what church is. And they take everything that's wrong and make it right. And those things that we believe are right, they're making it wrong. God bless you. God keep you. I know it's, uh, it's just one of these days that we have that we need to, these days are full of trouble, full of trouble, and we need to, we need to keep our country in prayer. We need to keep our country in prayer. That's it for today. God bless you. God be with you. Uh, let's close this uh, session in, in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this time and this opportunity to speak your word, Father God. Father, we want to be just like Paul, Father. With grace, Lord, and the bonus to preach the word, Father. We are the least of all the saints. We are the apostles, and we're not the apostles. We're not just, we're just regular little saints on this world. And we just ask right now, Father, that you give us the bonus. Teach us to be humble, Lord. Break our hearts down, Father God. Sometimes we build our hearts up too much, and we don't know how to let uh, things come into our lives that, that need your 
love and we need to share your love and we need to be humble lord because sometimes we just don't find it in our heart to be that type of person we don't find it in our hearts to be like you lord jesus we don't find it in our hearts to be be forgiving one another we don't find it in our hearts to love one another father father we just ask father that you make us like paul able to deal with all the things in our lives and able to to be still suffering in this world, being in prison, being uh, bit by a, a, a serpent, having a, a thorn in his side, being trialed, being cast out, being judged, being put away in prison in Rome. And Father, yet he still wrote letters to the churches. He still preached the gospel. We thank you, Father. Give us a heart that's soft. Humble us, Father God. All these things we ask in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. God bless you. Hey, I'll see you next week on Thursday at 7 p.m. Thank you for just waiting a couple of days this week. And uh, I apologize, but uh, I had an event. And thank you for supporting my podcast. I really appreciate all that you do for, for this podcast. Please continue to listen to it. Support me on this live podcast at 915 Pastors Roundtable. And you can find this on, on a lot of your uh, podcast uh, media outlets that you use to, to check out podcasts. Thank you. God bless you. And the Lord be with you. Amen. Before I go, I just wanted to give a shout out to Howard Payne University. Thank you for being a great, great university. Uh, they are a great bunch of professors who teach the Word of God. And I pray that uh, maybe one day you might be able to join us at 805 Montana, El Paso, Texas at Howard Payne University. Thank you very much. God bless you. Amen.